Welcome guests and listeners. We're approaching Halloween. This is Everything Under the Sun, the podcast. Special guest, would you introduce yourself? Sure. My name's Brian. Okay, Brian, thank you. Thank you for uh, your time and your energy. My name is Omar. We are going to be discussing Halloween, uh, its origins, the meaning behind the day, some of the symbolism. So, there's a lot of mythology, obviously, behind the holiday. Where do you think some of these myths came from? What are their origins? You know, people talk about Satanism. They talk about uh, paganism. What What do you think is behind all of the mythology? People emotions. <laughs> okay, emotions, right? Okay. Yeah, and their, fear, their fear of death. Ultimately, you know, that's what religion is all about. Okay. So people fear death, yet they, they find a time during this time of the year to embrace it through dressing up as ghouls and goblins. Do you think that people wanting to identify with an alter ego, act out of turn, act out of some of primal instinct may have some influence in terms of this holiday? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say primal. They, I, I mean, they're definitely acting out, but I, I, I probably, I, I wouldn't think it's primal. It actually, it's actually pretty advanced. What do you mean when you say it's pretty advanced? Expound upon that. That sounds I mean, pretty interesting. I mean, we're the, we're one of the few mammals or animals that could that that are conscious of death and that we are going to die and that there may or may not be an afterlife. Okay. So. Okay, so we, we're talking about afterlife now. So something that I uh, have come to understand is that purgatory had a lot to do with this. So the Catholic Church indoctrinated a basically situation where people are offering prayers to the dead to get them out of purgatory and offering gifts in return for prayers during the Middle Ages, the medieval times. Do you think that that has any relevance today in terms of how we see people dressing up as ghouls and goblins, lost souls? Do you think that a lot of it was influenced by more so religion in the Catholic Church? Or do you think that came from some other origin? I mean, of course, it's, it's relevant if they believe in it. If they don't believe in it, then it, it, it's just to be relevant. But there's no proof here or there whether purgatory is real or fake. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's people that still believe in purgatory, and I'm pretty sure there's people that still practice, you know, the rituals or... I almost look at it where people try to turn a negative into a positive. So you had witch hunting, you had people tracking down other individuals that may have been involved in some form of sorcery or mysticism and now we've embraced it people turn the negative into a positive through this holiday and getting away from some of the vandalism and the pranks that cost people money and actually elevated it to something that we could celebrate we could masquerade we can enjoy it was more it's more festive today than it's ever been and then the capitalistic societies tapped in that to that as well what are your thoughts on that do you think that people turn a negative into a positive with this holiday well i know I, I try not to look in terms of dualities or, or separate. i don't look at things as negative or positive it is something that exists well, let, well, let's use the words destructive versus constructive. Because at one point, I, from what I understand, during the time when the depression was going on, there were a lot of hoaxes and vandalism 
tied in with the holiday in terms of the pranks. And that was very costly for people who didn't have the resources to necessarily clean things up and repair things after they were broken. Well, now, that, 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 the, pranks, the pranks have nothing to do with the holiday itself or the philosophy behind the holiday. Well, isn't that the where the term trick or treat comes from? Either give me a treat or I'm going to trick you. Hey, listen, whoever, whoever wants to capitalize on an idea about life and death, that's what they're going to do. That's, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure that didn't come into play until, you know, we had a society that was trying to capitalize off of, you know, every and anything um, they could possibly capitalize off of. So, you know, uh, that's just, like I said, somebody trying to, you know, make some money off of, off of uh, uh, a mystic or religious belief. Well, I mean, people are always trying to make money, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out if that was a potential transition where they took the the symbolism behind a lot of the somewhat uh, darker aspects of Halloween and try to turn it into something everybody could enjoy. Just have a little fun from, you know, I mean, that's what we're about in America, right? Just having fun, celebrating entertainment. How do you feel about the entertainment aspect of Halloween today? Do you like being entertained? Do you like being an entertainer, brother? Uh, <laughs> I hear you laughing. You like laughing, obviously. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, just the way you asked the question, it was funny. But are you I, laughing at me? Because I, I, I don't want you know. I don't want to be the buddy of jokes, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's keep it moving, you know. <laughs> That's that. Okay, okay. Um, no, I don't think. I don't think that. Of course, nowadays it's an entertaining aspect behind it. I mean, we're we're living in a multimedia age. Everything nowadays is entertaining. I mean, you got you know serious political debates on TV. I mean, you could probably they could probably you know, and they're making money off of that. So, I mean, it, it, of course, it didn't start off as entertainment, and wait, maybe it did, but ultimately, it was a deep it was a deep seated psychological belief um, about life, about death, about ghosts and goons and goblins, and people took it seriously. Okay. They took it seriously so much so that they made a festival about it. Right. Um, so it's become very festive today. I like that word, festive. Halloween right. is more focused on the, the idea of, you know... Alter yeah. egos, getting into character. Now, I don't. It, it's, it's a it's a celebration of of dead. It's a celebration of dead. Mexico's call it uh, the Day of the Dead, right? And then um, it's also a celebration of the transition into the afterlife, right? Okay, so it's or like our Day of trying, the Dead almost. Trying to communicate with you know uh, you know uh, the ghost or whatever, or goblins or whatever you want to call them. Okay, what do you think people's obsession with death is? If we're living beings, you know, we're living in these bodies, these uh, meat suits, as a lot of people like to call it. Why are people so obsessed with the afterlife and death? Is it the mystery behind it? Is it the danger behind actually dying? Uh, what is it that draws people so much towards death and uh, mortality? I mean, people are smart. I mean, people are, you know... Human beings are smart. They 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 can see, they recognize that there's an afterlife or that there's something else that we can't see, right? So, 
you know, uh, some people fear it, some people embrace it, right? Yeah, I guess some people do fear it and embrace it. I mean, do you fear or embrace the afterlife? What do you are you leaning towards more fear of the afterlife or embracing the afterlife? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, me personally, uh, do you believe in an afterlife? Do we exist? Do we have consciousness after this is all said and done? Tying into you know what a lot of people believe with Halloween and everything, you know, uh, the Day of the Dead and our. Uh, culture, do you believe in the afterlife at all? Because some people don't believe there's anything after this. I believe in a possibility. I, it's definitely a possibility. Um, and but you're not for sure, for I, sure. I guess nobody can be positive because none of us have died yet, right? <laughs> but people have experienced death, and have I mean, do you know anybody that's died and come back? Because I thought death was final. I think death is uh What is the definition of death? When your heart stops and it doesn't start back up, right? When your heart is stopped and it doesn't start back up, you're dead. If you if you got a heartbeat, you're still alive. I don't care if your brain's dead, your dick's dead, your butt's dead, your any other organs dying or dead. If your heart's beating, you're still alive. So essentially, the definition of death physically is for the heart to stop operating permanently. Okay. Cuz if your heart stops and then it starts back up, you weren't actually dead because you got resuscitated. You might have had, um, you know, a moment where it wasn't operating or functioning, but you can't really categorize that as death because death is final. You know, there's a lot of uh, the symbolism has to do with death. I think, I, th I think anybody fears uncertainty. And I think that death, that death, fear of death is innate in the human psyche. I right. think that scaring people and I don't know I've, you can I've, scare people to death <laughs> yeah you can you can literally scare people to death I don't know if I've never really experienced fear I, I, I take that bad I've experienced fear maybe one or two times in my life an uncontrollable reaction to that fear and you know it surprised me and at that time that's when I realized oh damn I've never really been fearful you know in today's society we're, we're very much protected we're very much sheltered we're very much, you know, you have a, a, a set, you know, a, a template, you know, how to get somewhere, how to make it. And this is capitalism, you know what I mean? To tell you, you know, you go to school, you, you, you get married, you know, you get a job, you buy a house, and you'll die together, you retire. You know, this is the most safest way to go through life. So maybe, outside, so maybe the whole outside, Halloween thing has to do outside, with people trying to get away from the safety. Trying to get away yeah, from the the ordinary mundane existence. The reason why there are rules, the reason why they want order is because once that order, once you come chaos, you might actually experience these ghouls, these goblins, these ghosts, psychotic uh, episodes. You, you walk around here, you know, doing whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. You know, and, you know, this one day, you know, pretty much is probably a representation of, of what it would be like or it might be like if there was no such rules or, or regulations. And so it's almost that. like our and day our day to purge, in a sense. You know you know how the movie Purge, everybody goes out and just it's just a killing spree. Now, we haven't necessarily indoctrinated that, but I'm sure there's certain crimes that are on the rise around Halloween based on the lawlessness behind, you know, you first of all, you can, you can hide your identity by putting on a mask and go out 
and be out in hours of the night that people wouldn't necessarily be out on a Thursday night, right? Because generally on a Thursday night, past midnight, people are in the house, you know. But on this holiday, people are out partying, drinking, they're in masks, some people are scantily clothed, you know, men might feel like and it's they're, a, and, they're, and they're not dying. Well, you know, some people probably do lose their life on Halloween. There's probably drunk drivers to kill people. There are probably people to get robbed. So, I mean, I haven't investigated that aspect, but uh, that's something um, I might need to look up on. Like, what does the murder rate look like on Halloween? What does the crime rate, uh, break-ins, vandalism look like on Halloween? Is there a spike in that activity? That might be something our listeners can um, tune in and give us some feedback on. Uh, I haven't really done my investigative work on that. I mean, that's old news, man. I mean, those numbers been out for years. Crime always spikes during holidays. They got movies out about it. Right. But I, I, mean, I, would, like to, I would like to see the real numbers common, behind that's, it. That's commonplace. Okay. You know? Okay. So what do you think about... Um, how much people spend during this holiday. I mean, people are buying masks, people are buying candy, uh, costumes. Uh, from what I understand, uh, the costume industry really started off with a lot of paper costumes, and then they moved to more uh, durable costumes because paper costumes were catching on fire through lanterns and candles and shit. You know, so uh, are people spending too much money on costumes? Are people putting too much emphasis into this holiday? Is it a bunch of bullshit or not? Man, listen, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not that type. I'm not the dude. And y'all gonna get to know me the more and more uh, we do these casts. You're not what dude? What do you mean? I'm, I'm not the type of dude that that is gonna disregard something because people are making money off of it. If they want to make money, let them make money off of it. People need to eat. We live in a money-based society today. I mean, at the end of the day. That's what it is. People need to spend money. They don't need to hoard money. Money is not meant to hold on to it forever and, you know, don't spend it. You well, that's your opinion. That's not fact. I mean, some people hold on to money their I mean, whole life not, and they leave it to their kids. You, you, you're right. It's my opinion. And I'm not going to say, oh, it's a bad thing just because they're making money off it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a good thing when you spend money and when you have a good time and you stimulate so it's good for the economy. It's good for our growth as a nation to put money back into the economy, let it circulate during nation. these holidays. I mean, as holidays as boost as the economy, nation. right? Right, as a nation. So on that level, yeah. All right, that's you cool. Know, I like, I like, as, far, as far as like the psychological response to it, and you know, the family, you know, your belief system, I, I don't know the effects on that. Cool, cool, you know. cool. So, um. From what I understand, the, the whole phrase trick-or-treat is less than 100 years old. Uh, people come yeah, to each told, other's doors, you I know, trick-or-treating, all this and that. I told, I told you that, and I didn't even read about that. I could, I, I, I could tell that, and I didn't have to, you know, watch a YouTube video to know that trick-or-treat is a, is a term used. Yeah, and it's something kids say, but you know, from what I understand, it's, it's really become more of an adult holiday where we're sharing it with children. It's not just children running around masqueraded up. It's also adults going out drinking and partying and doing a lot of that. Um, how do you feel about adults engaging in somewhat of a childlike, immature holiday, if if I can say that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's your opinion, too. I don't know if it's mature or immature, but apparently having a party... And getting drunk is the mature adult thing to do nowadays. I don't know. I've actually never been. No, I take that back. I, I think I've been trick or treating twice in my lifetime. Okay. I've never actually been to a Halloween party though. I and I and I must admit I want to go, but I don't want to go. 
I don't think I'm going to have a good time. And, you know, that might be a defeating attitude. And I, just because I say I'm not going to have a good time, I'm not going to have a good time. You know, I do that to myself. But, I mean, uh, give, give, give the listeners to some of your background. I mean, you, you have dreadlocks and there's a lot of things you could do with costumes. I mean, you would go out and be a Rastafarian. You could be um, a rapper. You could, you, could, you could be something totally different. I mean, put your hair up in a, in a bun and, and become an alien. I mean, there's a lot you could do uh, creatively uh, with costumes and whatnot. I mean, why don't you want to engage in, in Halloween? What do you have against it, man? Just go out and have some fun. What the fuck? You know what? I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Honestly, I don't have anything against it. Well, do you like to drink? No, I, just, I like to drink. I like to drink. I like to do a lot of things. I mean, a lot of people are drinking and having sex on Halloween. Don't you want to have drink and have some sex, man? I mean, what's up with you, man? <laughs> you know what, man? I would love to uh, have a good time. You know what I'm saying? But uh, By the way, I'm know, just playing I, devil's advocate, brother. You know. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not I, trying to. I, I'm, I'm trying not trying to make you a butt of any any of my jokes. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No pun intended. Nah, nah, man. I know you. I know you're the entertainer. I know you like to entertain. Man. You know what I'm saying? Would you call me a clown now? No, I'm joking, man. Go ahead, man. <laughs> nah, but um, nah, man. You know, if 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 I feel like you know, if that's what people want to do with the holiday, they can do whatever they want to do with the holiday. Matter of fact, that's. That's probably the beauty of being human, man. You can pretty much do whatever you want to do, uh, you know. So the exploitation of fear and death is cool. It's just part of being human, you know. Let's we just just do it, you know, because we're humans and we're nothing but mammals anyway. Let's go out and be carnal. Let's go out and have blood and guts and and bones and skeletons and dead bodies and coffins. I mean, it's just primal, right? Sex cells, death cells, violence cells. Why not? I thought I was the extreme one. I mean, I'm not being extreme. That's just what I'm, I'm just basically pointing out what I see year after year ever since I was uh, brought into this world. I mean, I see an exploitation of death, uh, goriness, death? horror. Exploitation, goriness, horror. Exploitation of goriness and horror. Nobody is, is I mean, you're not going to a party and seeing blood and guts. You're seeing a bunch of fake shit. I mean, isn't that what you see on TV? But from what I understand, the brain can have a hard time determining fantasy from reality. You can actually have the same physical and physiological uh, effects when you're introduced to uh, death in a fantasy realm versus when you see it in real life. Because the eyes are seeing the same thing. You may logically say, hey, this is not real, but... Your heart rate still goes up. Your pupils dilate. You might start I, to sweat. I don't, believe, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that, man. Well, let's take a roller coaster, Francis. You know a roller coaster's not going to kill you. All, 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 all the best killers in the world weren't killers because they watched a movie or they read a book, man. Most of them killers saw somebody die or were witnesses to extreme violence face to face. I don't think a lot of these mass killers actually saw someone die in real life. I think they played too many video games or watched too much damn TV and it programmed their mind and desensitized them to death and then they could pull up, pick up an AK-47 because they have mental illness and just blow people away in the school. Mass killing is something different than... Those are the biggest killers. The mass killers. If you kill 50 killers, you're the biggest killer. If you kill, I mean, I'm sorry, if you kill 50 people, you're the biggest killer. If you went into a mall and mowed down 50 people, you're a big killer. So I'm, I'm thinking ta- Halloween is just promoting more of this. The Halloween is not building mass killers. Mass killers are built from the, from the displacement and unfairness of society. Halloween has nothing to do with that. I still think it's desensitizing people to death, man. 
desensitizes. Yes, it desensitizes people to blood, death, gore, bodies. Desensitizing. Desensitize, meaning when you give something enough attention, eventually you get used to seeing it or engaging in it and you're desensitized to it. No, when you desensitize somebody, you put them in a cell, you put them in a cell and you keep them away from every message. That's, that's segregation. That's isolation. No, that's, I'm talking about no, when you watch too much porn, you're desensitized to sex, brother. No, you're not desensitized to sex when you watch porn, but listen, 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 listen. They made you, you, you made Halloween. I don't feel like they're going to desensitize an individual to anything. I mean, somebody might be attracted to blood, gore, and guts. But if somebody gets attracted to that, I think that's a natural innate that was already within you. If you get presented, if, 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 if you know, you present me with a, you know, with a, you know, whatever, goon goblin, and he has an axe in his head, and you like, oh, that's cool. Then that was already in you from birth. And it was not necessarily, and you might have been influenced by your peers and the rest of society, brother. You can't say somebody was just born and liking you, guts you, and blood. What are you, you talking might, about, man? But you can't, you, you can't say they're not, though, man. I mean, we can't determine a, that, but you, you can't necessarily say one or the other. You don't have the information or the foresight to determine which one, which really caused this dude or whoever to be some sick monster. Alright, let's get a woman's opinion. Hold on, brother. Get, get, pause yourself for a minute because this is getting out of control. I feel a lot of testosterone. Let's get a little uh, uh, femininity involved in this conversation. How do you feel? You think people are just necessarily attracted to blood and guts? You know, do you think that's a real thing? Hey, this is Lori and I'm just saying it could be because you can't really tell you know, from just assuming what somebody's actually, you know, going through in their past to what they're actually thinking about a specific holiday or what caused them to commit murder or something like that. Like, it can be abuse. It can be a lot of different things, a lot of different factors. That's why I said that. But let me ask this. If someone has engaged in a lot of pain and a lot of disappointment in life, might they be influenced by that pain and disappointment to go to more pain, death, disappointment, and destruction? Yes. Yeah, Villainous yeah, that that can be a possibility, but there's also po a possibility that they can actually come out of that and do something else more productive and healthy. All right, cool. I like I like that point of view. That gave me a woman's perspective. Well, absolutely. I like where this conversation went. I think we covered a lot of topic. We're going to close out now. I think we had a great conversation and I'd like to close by saying, hey, Halloween is what you make it like anything else in life. We're not here to judge. We're just here to, you know, stimulate some thought, share some opinions possible facts, pseudo fact provoking, and hopefully it can lead to some other dialogue um, across the board that we can relate to other people. What's your Instagram again, sir? You can follow me at, at Omar's Vision on Instagram. Uh, thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Much more to come. Thank you, Lori. Peace. Peace and justice. We out.